If you're looking for history on the origin of a lead magnet, you'll struggle to find it. It's like it manifested itself, but it's something that happened before the internet. Before we could passively make free offers to people in exchange for information, we had to ask for it. And in person. Yikes. No matter which way we did them, in person, on print, or online, the goal remained the same. But the stakes are higher now, because it's not a novelty anymore, and people are a little bit more reluctant to share their contact info and give you permission to contact them. You're listening to It All Works. I'm your host, Jason Wheeler, and this is episode three. I'm going to be talking about lead magnets, because you know what? They can really work for your business if they're done well. Getting leads or contact information gives your business a second chance to talk, share a little bit of that thing you do, and get discovered. A lead magnet can get you those leads. They are still very effective, but there is more to it now. More than just the mechanics, we need to consider what makes a great lead magnet these days. One thing you might notice about how I discuss topics like this, I go a little bit deeper. I can't help it. It's how I think and how I observe things too. When it comes to online marketing, sometimes scratching the surface is all a busy, struggling entrepreneur has time for. But let me assure you, it's worth going deeper a little while so we don't end up continually scratching the surface in everything we try to do and waste more valuable time. So let's do this. One of the most common calls to action you'll see on a website is a lead magnet. It's that little box or band that's usually above the fold of the homepage, offering you something in exchange for your email address. And when people first started exploring the internet, lead magnets worked so well because the thought of free information about something you were interested in was too good to pass up. You didn't need to buy the book or leave your home. You didn't need to call a number. You just gave them your email address and it will be delivered right into your inbox. Back then, people were getting three emails a day if they were lucky and they read them all. Haven't times changed? I easily get over 100 emails a day and I'm very particular about which emails I want to receive. I'm sure you might even get more than 100. Because we got on people's email lists as part of an exchange and some of those were lead magnets. What makes this discussion necessary and interesting is most lead magnets aren't very effective anymore. For one thing, there's hundreds of millions of them and people have gotten more discerning when it comes to giving their information to someone else. Let's face it, we did it again. We got so into this new shiny thing until we grew sick of it, and then we learned moderation and started getting selective. I don't know if you feel the way I do, but I feel like we've entered into a time where our environment or society is demanding more attention than we have to give. It didn't feel like this in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And because there's so much noise out there, You have to improve how you do things in order to get people's attention and make it all work. The mechanics of a lead magnet are basically the same. You make an online offer in exchange for information. Once you get that information, your automation will deliver your promised offer. Simple enough. Anyone can do it, and a lot have. But what used to work years ago doesn't fare so well these days. You should not create a lead magnet because everyone else has one. You're not doing it just so you have a horse in the race. Your reason should be pure of heart. I'm aware. I know how that sounded. I heard it too. Getting your lead magnet right is incredibly important, and you should. So you can focus on creating one that rocks for all the right reasons. It takes more than just viewing your website or social media for you to be discovered by someone. When someone has actually signed up for your offer, they are signing up for something you created. So that offer or creation will have an impact on your personal brand because it represents you. 
you get discovered when the connection is successfully made. When people receive what you have offered, that item will determine if they will want more from you. They will decide if they're going to open your emails in the future or unsubscribe, and if they want more from you or know to avoid you the next time you show up on their screen. The offer you have made to them should be something that can't easily be found on the internet for free or without opting in. You should be providing something that only you can give them, so you, your methods, or information should be unique. It's difficult to make a lasting impression when you really didn't make any impression at all. It has to be authentic and on brand. Being unique goes a long way in a crowded business world and making sure your brand shows through is important. They need to be able to clearly distinguish you from everyone else. There has to be a lot of you in your lead magnet, so people recognize you from that point onward. This can be the difference between people opening your emails or not, or looking at your social media posts or not. If you found yourself attracted to other people's personal brands, you probably find yourself noticing everything they do more than others. That's the power of branding, and branding isn't just in the appearance. The feeling people have about your work is a powerful part of your brand. Just remember, it's not the logo that makes you remember a company. It's how you feel about the company that makes you remember the logo. It also has to be an experience. No matter what you create as an offer, make sure it's a great experience. It can be in the quality or production value, or it can be in the execution, because experiences make the destination. You want to make sure that they will not only come back, but make sure they feel like the next time, they will likely have a good experience too. Just remember, people don't go to Las Vegas because they like the desert. Building a lead magnet opt-in box is pretty easy. Most people can do it with a little help, but it's the actual offer that is most important. Like I've said before, people aren't as willing to give their information in exchange for something. It has to be worth it to them, and it also has to be worth it to you to offer it to them. You don't want to take the time and effort to create something that just doesn't work for them or you. It has to serve you both. In order to do that, there are three things you need to focus on, and they are worth making them a part of your process when working on creating a lead magnet offer. The first one is the most important one. Your lead magnet offer must be relevant and niched in, which means it's tailor-made for your ideal customer or client. Sounds simple enough. A lot of people think they have this already, but it's more than if you're just interested in this particular subject, so here's something on that subject. Remember, this is the first contact with you. So if you know what your ideal client needs, what do you think they need from you first? What is the first thing you should offer them? Because sometimes people don't offer what naturally comes first and this can cause confusion or people might think you're not really the right person at the right time. Remember, you have your whole website and all your social media spaces to talk about all the other aspects of what you do. But first contact should be what they need first. You have to consider if your ideal clients have a set of emotions that come with their needs. If your clients have been overwhelmed by everything else they have tried, then your goal is to make it easier for them. If your ideal client wants to be lifted up, your offer must be uplifting. You must know the emotions your ideal clients have when they first see you. Those emotions will be the driver to discovering you through your offer. You can't leave the emotions out of it when you're creating and offering something to another human being. Emotions are a very important part of your niche. You also have to consider the medium. How should your offer be consumed? Should they read it, listen to it, or watch it? It's going to depend on your personal style of presenting the information or how best to present it to make it help them. 
And of course, if you know your ideal client, how will they want to consume it? You can't just offer anything. It has to be tailored and niched in. The goal isn't to get anyone you can to take you up on your offer. You want to get the right ones. If you just want anyone, then you're going to be giving yourself a lot of work for less results. Why would you want to try and sort through a thousand people to find the 50 that are the right ones? It's not the way to do things. Be relevant and niched in. The next important point is it has to be useful and purposeful. Saying it just sounds right, but how we make sure we have done this takes some thinking. I'll start with useful. Of course, you want your lead magnet offer to be useful to people. But before you create one, you need to know where and when you want to start helping people in their journey. It's important because your lead magnet is the first encounter people have with your work. So it has to be like the first conversation you have with somebody about what you do and how you can help. Where in their journey do you come in? In the discovery stage because they have a problem but don't know enough to understand it? At the beginning where they are aware of a problem and are looking for help? Or maybe later on when the problem has persisted and they have not found the right solution yet. Knowing this is incredibly important. You're trying to make sure your offer is not generally useful. It has to be optimized to be more useful because of timing. Because it ties in where and when you enter people's lives to have the biggest impact. Almost all lead magnets are useful, but not to this degree. That's what will set you apart from the others. There are many different types of lead magnets. It could be a PDF, a planner, a booklet, a video series, and so many more. It doesn't matter which type. The question is, will it move people forward in their journey, and will it be with you? And that's why it also has to be purposeful. Purposeful, in this case, is centered around you. And the question is, what is the purpose of you giving them this particular lead magnet? Because it's more than just give me your email address and here's your freebie. No, it's here's the thing you need to move forward right now and... Here's what we can do together that can take you even further after that. The key words, forward now and further after that. They are getting from you what they need, a way forward. For you, a way forward are the goals you have for your business, and that is the purpose of your lead magnet. The third point is making sure it is dynamic and impressive. I said earlier, don't just try to have a horse in the race. And if I want to make this point a little bit more clear... While everyone else is racing horses, you enter a cheetah into the race. A cheetah is visually different, stunning, and built for speed. Nobody is going to have to look at their bet slip to see what number they bet on. They know they bet on the cheetah, the only one. And during the race, no matter what is happening with the horses, they will always notice the cheetah. Now, it doesn't mean create something different just to be different. I use the cheetah because while it's easily different from a horse, it is also built for speed and over the short distance, it will leave the rest of the field in the dust. And you need to understand the lead magnet race is over a short distance. It's a sprint. You're trying to get from being merely noticed to discovered. For that, I would place my bet on something more dynamic and impressive while still being niched in, useful and purposeful. When people start to discover you online, there is multiple impressions you can make on them as they get to know you. And your lead magnet is included in that. It might just be the first piece of work they get to come in contact with. What will it say about you? Will it be ordinary? Will it be average? Maybe it will just barely meet spec as to what you promised them and nothing more. But it can't be any of those. There's a universal law that should be applied to business and maybe life too. Under promise and over deliver. Whatever you give them, make sure it exceeds their expectation in every possible way. 
Make sure it works better than they thought it would. Make sure it's more valuable than they perceived it would be. To make it impressive, this means increase the production value as far as your skills will allow you, because you need to show your talent. And if you create average stuff just like everyone else's, then expect the same results, if not worse. When we create work that's like everyone else's, what are we hoping to be the deciding factor of who they will choose to go with? And that's not a question you want to spend time trying to answer. You need to spend your time creating something better. I will even argue that there is an art to creating a lead magnet. How could it not be an art? If it's not an art, then it's a commodity. And commodities are something that are mass-produced and basically identical in nature. There's nothing really unique about them. You need to create art in your words, in your audio and video. That's what will make them dynamic and impressive. We sometimes think the whole point is to just get contact information so we can start to promote our stuff. But it's better to look at it from a perspective of getting contact information so you can continue the conversation that has already started. It's a huge mistake to collect emails to use for later. Why later? Didn't you already start your journey together? Didn't they just discover you? Why stop there? Why disappear now and reappear later? And will you reappear at the right time with the right information for all of them? Probably not. You might make the mistakes so many others make and show up with what you want to offer because it suits you at that particular time. And as most entrepreneurs find out, the window of opportunity has almost closed. That's why you hear people whining about how they hear crickets from their email lists. One point I really want to drive home is the value of email and contact information. Like I said before, there was a time when people weren't selective about what they exchanged it for and they weren't as concerned about how much attention they had left to share. Things are different now, and you have to respect the value of these things today. That means you should do the right things to earn them, and then the right things to keep them. You need to visualize it as somebody giving you their home address and then letting you in the door for the first time. What kind of guest will you be? And will you be welcome back another time? The hope is you offer a lead magnet that is right for them and you. That works for them because it's the way you can truly help them. And hopefully you get discovered and make that connection and succeed together. Making it all work. This is where I tried to share a little piece of information that can get you started down the road of the very thing we just talked about. To help you get started on creating a better lead magnet, the first step is in the planning stage. You need to take what you already know about your ideal client or customer and figure out where you fit into their journey. You need to figure out where and when your product or service needs to show up in people's lives. And you need to know the timing of when your lead magnet offer that can make an impact intersects when people are ready for that impact. Here's some examples. For an accountant who helps people deal with submitting taxes, the lead magnet they would offer three months before filing deadline would be specifically for those getting it done earlier on time and optimizing the outcome by doing that. The lead magnet after the deadline would be completely different. It would be about resolving issues that occur because it's submitted late. For a health coach who helps people improve their lives through nutrition, there are many different entry points in people's lives. There is people who want to maintain their good health. There are others that have lost their healthy status and want to get it back through nutrition. There could be a multitude of reasons why they lost their health and each one of those are entry points. And what about age? When it comes to health, different age groups have different entry points. You need to figure out what you do and where and when you enter people's lives and build it around that. You need to know where that entry point is and pick up the conversation through your offer. You will be visible to the people that are having the conversation in their head. And if you've done it right, you'll be discovered and invited into that conversation. 
and that's when you can start to help people and succeed at the same time. This is a really good way to start building a legitimate lead magnet that works and in future episodes I'll be sharing ways you can optimize and improve other areas of your marketing and business. I hope you found the information useful and if you want to catch future episodes automatically subscribe and you'll catch the next episodes as soon as they're released every Thursday morning. If you have any questions about this episode you can email me at jason at jasonwheeler.com. I always enjoy hearing from listeners. Thanks again for listening. Until next week, take care.